Are you watching, Stella? Yes, I'm watching. I've been watching for the past three hours. And what do you say? <sighs> the same thing I've seen for the past three hours. A bunch of boring, stupid horses. That's no way for an ecologist to talk. I'm not an ecologist. But you will be. One day, you will be an accomplished biologist, just like me. And you will study the most majestic species the planet has to offer. Horses? Yeah, that's right. I just don't get what's so great about horses. What do you mean? I mean, they don't do anything special. We've been watching them for hours. All they've done is prance around and eat grass. They're just <laughs> fancy cows. Stella, when I write my book... I know, you keep saying you're going to write this book. And I will, and you and the whole world will see that while we think of horses as simple, domesticated creatures, the beauty of a wild horse is something unparalleled. Need I remind you that I grew up on an island. An, an island, island called Chincoteague. Yeah, I remember. There is nothing like a wild horse. So completely free. Dad, I'm bored. Well, maybe you wouldn't be bored if you were taking notes like I told you to. Right. I'm sorry. You want to know what's so great about horses, Stella? You really want to know? Yes. They are smart. They are so, so smart. But they're not quite smart enough to realize how miserable life is. You're making me sad, Dad. I'm not making you sad. Life is making you sad. I'm just bringing it to your attention. Now bring me back to the house, and I'll cook you dinner. Yes, Dad. Strong Branch Productions presents The Stench of Adventure, Episode 8, A Horse with No Name. Hello, Stella. Can I ask you about something? Me? Y you want to ask? You want to? Yeah, absolutely. It's not a big deal. It's just that... Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Totally not a big deal. Just, you know, uh, have a seat. I can't sit. Right. Yes, I knew that. At least not in a chair. Right, of course. Unless you want me to sit on the ground? No, no, that's... that's weird. Don't do that. So... standing. Yes, I'll stand too. Okay. Great. So, what's on your mind? Well, I've been having this pain oh, in my- this is like a medical thing. Yes, what- what did you think I was coming to you for? Oh, I thought maybe you wanted advice or something. You're- you're the doctor. Right, yes, I know that. We just hired you. As our doctor. Yes, totally. That's me. 
Doctor. It's just, you said, can I ask you about something? And I thought, yes, I'm asking you about something. Medical. Right. Well, anyway, what's the problem? Never mind. It's not a big deal. No, I mean, if you have a medical problem. It's not a big deal. Look, we should probably talk about the elephant in the room. What elephant? No, it's- There's only you, a human, and me, a horse. I don't understand what it's elephants just thing have that... to do with- Never mind. I'm just saying there's a weird tension between us. Right. Because- I'm a human you're and you're a horse. kind of annoying. Wait, what did you say? I said- Because you're a human and I'm a horse. Right. Okay, cool. There's no reason our respective species should cause us any tension. Yeah, exactly. It's just that, like, I grew up researching your species and cataloging- And them. I grew up raising your species as livestock. Yeah. We'll get used to each other, I'm sure. I mean, it's not as if I'll ever have to see your world because it's not real, and you'll probably never have a reason to visit my home world. Hey, Cappy! You'll never guess what planet we're scheduled to dock at next! Strangely enough, Baz, I think I will guess, and I will guess correctly. Okay, everyone, I think we should just get this out in the open. The next planet we are collecting from is, in fact, the planet on which I was raised. Do we get to meet your parents? Absolutely not. Can we go to your house? No. Can we go to Wendy's? No, I mean, I suppose. Yay, Wendy's. This trip to my home world has nothing to do with me or my personal life, so you will leave that whole matter well enough alone. We are going to do our job, and that job is to pick up trash. Nothing more. It's just, to be honest, Cap, we don't really know anything about you or your childhood. That is very much intentional. Maybe it would be nice to, I don't know. Meet some of your friends? It's a whole planet. We're probably not even going to be landing anywhere near my old- No. I shouldn't even be answering your unprofessional questions. You all are not going to learn anything about my personal life, and that is the end of it. There is a little known planet on the outer edge of the Western Spiral entirely made up of horses. Horses are, on the whole, a reclusive people. Most spend their lives in quiet obscurity, farming or studying or painting or some other solitary occupation. Only a few horses go out and try and make a name for themselves. This planet is called Chincoteague, and all the wild horses of Chincoteague are in fact not very wild at all. They are free, and they use their freedom to bake bread and sometimes knit, two activities that are actually very difficult when you have hooves. Chincoteague is not the kind of place anyone visits unless they need to collect its trash, or for some reason, they just really like horses. Okay, everyone, this should be a quick one. It's a small planet that doesn't produce a lot of trash. The loading zone should be somewhere around here, so it'll be a quick... Oh, no. Sweetheart, is that you? I think it is, honey. This cannot be happening. Hi, dear. Can you see us? Hello? Captain, are those your parents? Because they're two horses that look exactly like you. Nope. Must be someone else's parents. It's us!
Yes. Your parents. So we do get to meet your family after. No, you don't. Just, just give me a minute. Mother, father, what are you doing here? We heard your ship was going to come by and we wanted to say hi. Well, hi. Now that we've exchanged greetings like you wished, Is can I please get back? Is that your crew? Please do not interact with my- Yes, we are their crew. Why don't you invite your friends over for dinner? I made lasagna. First of all, they are not my friends. They are my colleagues. But also friends. And second of all, inviting them over would be incredibly unprofessional. No, it wouldn't. I want lasagna. I can't eat and even I want lasagna. Could you all just, just stand further away, please? Nope. How would you feel if I went to your house and invited myself over? My house is made for cats. You wouldn't fit. Well, you could all fit at our house, and you're all invited. No, you are not. Mother, father, it has been neutral to see you, as always. Now, we have a job to do, and we are going to do it. Goodbye. Well, don't be a stranger. I wish I could. That was kind of cold, Captain. What am I supposed to do? Be nice to them? Yeah, they're your parents. Oh, and you're so nice to your parents? Yes, actually, I am. I wish I had parents. You don't have anything that counts as a parent puppet? Well, there's the sad, lonely old man who crafted me in his workshop one day as a marionette for the circus, but then cast me aside when he realized that I could never love him like he loved me. But I never got to meet him. I didn't gain sentience until I was poured out of the garbage by the Benevolent Robot Corporation, who manufactured my circuitry. Wow. There's a lot to unpack there. Nowhere is it written that I have to be nice to my parents. Okay, but why aren't you? Um, have you met them? Uh, yeah, they were really sweet. They were annoying. And adorable. I mean, I don't know much about parents, but they seem pretty great. The closest thing I have is the old man who tenderly carved my very bones by hand, only to discard me and hand me over to a heartless corporation. Puppet, we definitely need to talk about this, but I think we need to take one parental crisis at a time. There is no crisis. Can you all just shut up and do your job, please? No. No. Fine. We'll go over to my childhood home and you'll all see once and for all why I can't stand to be around my parents. Woohoo! Emotional vulnerability! I am not being emotionally vulnerable. I am simply proving a point. By showing us a glimpse of your childhood. Hey, I have a weird question. Spill, baby cakes. Yeah, why did the captain's parents call them captain? I mean, don't they have a name? Oh, no one's told you about that? What? No, they don't. They don't have a name? Most horses don't. Are you serious? Then how do they refer to each other? By occupation. So the captain's name is literally the captain, yes. In horse culture, you have to earn your name by achieving something important. Until then, people only refer to you by your job title. So when the captain said they went into space travel to make a name for themselves, they meant it literally. It's pretty tough for horses to get names. I mean, even their parents don't have names. They're literally mother and father. Wait. So are all horse parents called mother and father? Yeah. Doesn't that get confusing? Yeah. All right, this is it. Moo. Moo. Moo.
I know I've been saying this a lot lately, but this time I mean it from the bottom of my heart. This is weird. Right, yes. I suppose I should have warned you that you might find seeing your own species as livestock to be a bit... uncanny. It could be worse. I mean, imagine if you were a cow. I actually have a lot of good friends who are cows. Oh. Wait, what do you mean? Nothing. What did your people do with cows, Stella? Nothing! Respect them! Even <laughs> worship them! Once... Oh, we got in trouble for that, though. I will ask you again. What did your people do with cows, Stella? We ate them. You what? I mean, I didn't. I was a vegetarian. And I mean, they weren't even real cows. They were just simulation cows, so it doesn't even count for anything. You ate cows? Now, Captain, Stella can't be held accountable for the backwards world that she came from. This woman is not allowed in my house. Welcome. Welcome all. Please, come into our house. Her people ate cows. Well, now she could eat some pasta. Please, have some lasagna. I can't eat it, but I can take some and pretend so I don't feel left out. Of course. Great! Puppet began smearing the lasagna all over their face in a strange semblance of eating. Mmm, good lasagna. Thanks, Mother. No problem. Please don't call her that. That's her name. It's still weird. It's been so long since you've come to visit us, dear. There's so much to catch you up on. I doubt that. Nothing ever happens here. Did you hear about your friend? What friend? Oh, you know, you only had one friend. <laughs> you just got roasted by your own dad. I don't remember having any friends. Never mind. Uh, that's way worse. The farmhand. At least that's how you used to know her. We weren't friends, we just... Wait, she... She got a name? Bethany. How? How? What did she do? Well, honestly, none of us had any high hopes for her. But she went off-world and joined the politician's military. Once she made the rank of general, the horse council gave her a name. That's... Good for her. Oh, and, and don't forget about Brian. Who's Brian? The guy who sold frozen yogurt downtown. Are you serious? The guy who sold frozen yogurt downtown got a name? And the name he chose was Brian? He saved some children from a fire. I can do that. But you didn't. This is exactly why I didn't want you in my house. Honey. Don't call me that in front of my crew. It's okay, honey. Just eat your lasagna. You're not upset because you don't have a name, are you? No. Your father and I don't have names, and look at us. I am looking at you. You're two aging horses who have never accomplished anything and are content to live out the meager remainder of your lives wasting away on a farm. <laughs> oh, you were always were a joker. No, I wasn't. I was never a joker, and that wasn't a joke. You don't need a name for us to be proud of you. You're the captain of a ship. A garbage ship. 
There's nothing wrong with a little garbage. Well, to be fair, we deal with a lot of garbage. Like, a lot of garbage. So, Stella, must be funny to see a human farm, right? Yeah, it's, um, it's funny. How did you end up being so, well, intelligent? But don't go crazy. She's not actually that intelligent. I was made as an experiment for a simulation. Well, a joke experiment for a joke simulation. That sounds delightful. It wasn't. Everything I ever knew was a lie. Even my own father. Well, then wasn't it so generous of our little captain... I'm not little, I'm the same size as you. ...to take you in? Um, I mean, yeah. I guess it was. No, it wasn't. It wasn't generous. It was purely practical. It was a little generous, though. Actually, none of us are really qualified to be on this ship, so... Of course you are. I'm not. Stop saying that. I'm not qualified. I can't read or count. I'm not either. I mean, I can read and count, but I can't pilot a ship. What are you talking about, puppet? Of course you can. You got us here. That was sheer guesswork. How kind of you to let all these poor people work for you. I don't... they're not... I don't let them work for me. We're a real crew. An actual crew on an actual ship. A... garbage collection ship. Right. Of course you are. Your crew is very real. And very underqualified. Puppet, shut up and eat your lasagna. I physically cannot. Mother, father, we're going to be leaving now. It has not been a pleasure. I hope it is a very long time until I see you again. Safe travels. Here, take some leftovers. No one take those. I'll take them. You people are the worst crew imaginable. And we take pride in that. I don't get what you're complaining about. They were really nice. Okay, yes, they seemed nice, but beneath that outer layer of kindness is a... Forget it. It doesn't matter. Can we just get back to the ship and leave, please? Stella? Hmm? You know how earlier I had a problem and then I told you it wasn't a big deal? Um, actually, it is a big deal. So, if you could look at it, um... Yeah, sure. Fine. Whatever. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Have I done something wrong? No, nothing. All right. Good. I just think it's funny oh, that no. you think you have... You have two whole non-simulation parents, and you don't even appreciate, appreciate them. Appreciate them? You don't get it. You're lucky, Stella. Your old life doesn't bother you. Lucky? What do you mean, lucky? I lost everything. You never had anything. That doesn't make it better. Yes, it does. You don't have the weight of other people's expectations to hold you down. Okay, first of all, neither do you. All of the pressure that you feel is coming from you. And second of all, I did deal with other people's expectations my whole life. 
it just so happened that some of the people weren't real. So the pressure you felt was coming from you, too. No, it was, it was coming from other people. Other fake people. Face it, Stella, your issues are just as self-inflicted as mine. You just want to play the victim. That is not true. Really? Because I hear you complain about your fake home planet every day. Oh my god, you insensitive... Horse, I can't believe I got duped into staying on your ship, of all places. The first chance I get, I'm getting off the raccoon. Really, baby woman? You're really going to do that? Yeah, watch me. Well, good luck out there without us. You won't make it two days. Well, as Puppet reminds me constantly, days don't mean anything in space. Well, you won't make it two seconds. You need us, and you are lucky that we put up with your complaining. I have a right to complain, because I'm traumatized. We're all traumatized. Oh, I'm sorry your perfect parents traumatized you. They didn't. Seeing my brother killed traumatized me. Wait, what? Nothing. Hold on. We're not just gonna move past that. How did you not mention that this whole time? I made an active choice not to mention it, and I am making an active choice not to mention it again. Wait, can we Stella Thomas, just go- as per your own wishes, you are hereby relieved of your duties as the Starship Raccoon's doctor. You're joking. I never joke. We'll drop you off at our next port. But, I mean, you can't- Goodbye, Stella. I just got fired. Sucks, doesn't it? Well, at least I didn't commit a crime. Okay, okay, someone is touchy. Of course I'm touchy. They said that I was lucky that nothing in my life was real, and then they fired me. Well, were they wrong? What do you mean? I mean, don't get me wrong. Getting into a fight with the captain sucks. I've been there. But I think there might be some truth to what they said. I don't get it. Think about everyone on this crew. None of us are really here because we want to be here. I mean, the captain's parents were right. And it's pretty kind of them to let us work here. Buttercup is here because she got booted from engineering school. Puppet is here because they can't seem to make it as a writer. Feet is here because they lost all their friends in the snail war. Gerald is here because... Actually, I don't know. Maybe Gerald just likes it here. And I'm here because I'm hiding. No one actually wants to be a trash collector, but you, you Stella, you have all the choice in the world. Because nothing follows you. I thought you were just saying that everything in my life did matter. Yeah, of course it does. It, it shaped who you are. But now that you're not in that world, Stella, you don't have to- I'm confused. Are you saying that it does or doesn't matter? Both. I mean, obviously your dad and Dan and Mel all had an impact on you. But out here, you can be whatever you want. You might miss them, but I bet a part of you is also glad to be rid of them. I mean, I know I sure was when I left my family. Well, maybe I... Wait, you what? Nothing that ever held you back on Earth can hold you back now. I guess you're right. No family, no friends. Yes, what else? No rules, no laws. Well, there are those, but you can feel free to ignore them. No gender, no sexuality, no race. Keep going. No one telling me what I'm supposed to do or who I'm supposed to be. I mean, I don't even have a job anymore. Now we're getting somewhere. I 
I'm freer than I've ever been. Hey gang, not to be an alarmist, but it looks like we're maybe being pursued by the intergalactic police. I take it all back. The Stench of Adventure is a Strong Branch production. It is written and directed by Alex Kingsley and produced by Grace Griego. The voice of Stella was Grace Griego. The voice of Greg Thomas was Noah Posner. The voice of Baz was Josie Ross. The voice of Buttercup was Cameron Slosky. The voice of Scottbot was Wesley Hahn. The voice of Theed was Bailey Montgomery. The voice of Puppet was Jake Chaninson. The voice of Gerald was John Kingsley. The voice of the Captain was Alex Kingsley. The voice of the Mother was Jessica Kingsley. The voice of the Father was John Kingsley. And the narrator was Alexander Sheldon. Special thanks to Jess for being our veterinary consultant. Original music by Alex Kingsley. This episode featured the sounds Charged Places 2 and Ghost Clown by Ari Laloya. You can stream his music on Spotify, and you can download his album Ghost Town at arilaloya.bandcamp.com. All proceeds go to Feed the People Dallas Mutual Aid Fund. For more information or just to say hi, visit our website at www.strongbranchproductions.com. Join our Discord community, follow our Twitter at StrongBranchPro, or email us at contact at strongbranchproductions.com. If you want to support our show, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening. <laughs>